Not Okay podcast. I'm Stormy. I'm Elena. And playing us in today was Silent Rival with their song Change My Mind. And you guys, guess what that means? Sarah's on today. Sarah's on today for our basic bitch Halloween. I apologize in advance. This is not super music based, but we just thought we'd do a little uh, offbeat episode, so to speak. For spooky stuff. There is some stuff about music in there, but it's a... Yeah, we talk about some music. Mostly just um, hanging out with Sarah, talking about spooky stuff. Good conversation. Looking forward to having you guys hear it. And we're going to get onto that really, really shortly because we spent a long time with her. And, you know, I should just say right off the bat, guys, I completely forgot to even have her talk about the band. (laughs) I like it's... It's my one job. Listen, we lost track of everything and we were just hanging out. I don't know what more you expect from us. We talked about her cat for 10 or 15 minutes, even after the call, and I still never brought up Silent Rival. Yeah, we also stopped recording at one point because we had some secrets we had to yeah. had to talk about. So it's pretty all-encompassing of, you know, the stuff that wasn't really important. All good. You know, Whatever. Anyway, if you haven't heard her on the last episode that we had her on, I think that was back in April. Was it April or May? It was something like that. It was in the spring. You should definitely check that out and see everything that she has to say about Silent Rival. She also talks a bit about uh, touring with Black Audio. But for this episode, I went ahead and just had her send us some voice clips to catch us up on what she's been doing for the last few months. So we'll just go ahead and play that before that portion of the discussion. Perfect. So do you want to go ahead and talk about new music since we're trying to make it quick? Yeah, well, I'm going to let you talk about new music. And then I've actually got some samples from songs that I wanted to play today. So we'll just intersperse that throughout the episode since we've got such a long one. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So Bring Me the Horizon dropped a song called Teardrops. It's pretty good. The Wallows dropped a song called Wish Me Luck that I really liked. And then my favorite release this week was uh, Goody Grace and Burna Boy released a song called Winter. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, it's very good. I was so uh, focused on my little like underground deep dive <laughs> that I completely ignored the release radar and everything. Yeah, so. you're better at that. I am so bad at finding the underground bands. I'll find one every once in a while because it'll drop on my in one of my playlists or something. But I tend to dig through social media and it's a lot of like sorting through things I don't like. But I literally, yeah, I can't do it anymore. I, I have uh, turned off my... Facebook and everything. Yeah. So, like, I don't even have that. I made a new Facebook so that it's actually kind of targeted towards industry stuff. So when I get on, literally all I'm doing is research for the podcast and for AP and then otherwise. Oh, that's fair. I don't get on on my phone or anything anymore. It's like, it's a lot healthier. I feel better, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. There's still some politics because, you know, people talk politics, but I don't feel myself getting so, like, worked up or focused on them. Yeah. Speaking of, vote. Yeah. Vote. Go vote. No spooky shit until you vote. You, yeah, you have to vote in order to earn the spooky shit. We'll give you the spooky shit now, but that means that you have to go vote. Just kidding. I can't vote until the day of, so i got no yeah, ground to stand can, on. You have to pr- you just promise that you'll vote. Like, hold your hand up, right hand, and just say, I, say your name. I, Elena? Will vote. Are you making me promise or are you making somebody else promise? The, uh, the people. I'm making the people You're promise. You're making the people go, promise. If you are of age, go vote. If you're not of age, I'm sorry about all the cursing. What if we just ended the episode there? <laughs> Let some anti-flag play us out. <laughs> all right, let's go talk to Sarah. Yeah, let's go talk to Sarah.
We released an album in March called Elevator, and since then we've put out um, a handful of acoustic covers from that album. Um, there's Brain on Love acoustic, Change My Mind acoustic, More acoustic, and the latest one we came out with was 101 acoustic, and we also have done a couple covers. We've done a cover of Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody, which is only available on Spotify, and we've done a cover of Whole Lot of Love, which is available everywhere and there's a music video for that one too which is super fun and lots of glitter in the near future we are shooting a music video next month so our bass player has been stuck in japan for visa reasons um for the past year and a half and he recently got a green card so he'll be coming home next month and we'll be shooting a um a video that's going to be it's going to be kind of like a combination of a regular ass music video with animation too kind of to to sort of make up for the things that we wouldn't be able to produce given the coronavirus constraints um and then what else are we doing soon I just can't do any more Christmas music, you guys. We did we did one Christmas song, and that's about all I can tolerate, so it's there if you're into that sort of thing. And then more videos and um, hopefully go on tour next year. And we were able to tour a little bit with this album, Elevator, um, opening for Black Audio. So hopefully we'll get to tour a little bit more on that album before we start writing and recording a new one because we kind of made that album thinking about like what would be the most fun to tour with and what would be the most fun for the listeners to be at a show with. So it'd be a really big bummer if we didn't get to tour with it, but... I think we will, and we're looking forward to that and looking forward to meeting new people at those shows. house is so cute thank you i need to get a new tapestry for that oh really i like it i like it too but it's so small oh well maybe just move it to a new location yeah i'll put it in a different room but i need to put something there we have like a bunch of art hanging there but i'm I'm terrified of things falling on my face while i'm sleeping do you guys get earthquakes no i mean we have but not substantial ones it's just a weird fear that I have. But we do have people living on the other side of that wall, so I think it is a little substantiated. It, it, it doesn't – it sounds like a kind of okay fear. Fear, like it's not that crazy. <laughs> well, it happened to my stepmom. A plate fell off the wall above her head while she was sleeping and, like, gashed her forehead. So A plate? Yeah, she had a plate hanging above her. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I've seen people with, like, shelves and shit above their bed, and I'm like, you guys, no. Oh, my God. My mom used to sleep with, it was, like, a three-inch thick shelf 
and then it had like a 60 pound mounted mirror okay what sitting on top of it and I was like you're gonna die she lives dangerously die one day I think she still has that up there yeah, I don't know how you guys deal with the, the earthquakes and everything, because that would just give me an anxiety attack. I mean, I don't know. I just, I've always lived here, so, like, it, I just, I thought everybody had earthquakes until, like, people started making fun of California for their earthquakes. Really? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just a part of life. But we don't have typhoons and the weird shit that you guys have. I feel like that's way worse. I don't know. We've never gotten anything or too bad. But I live. I like, have lots of tornadoes, though. Yeah, you yeah, 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 tornadoes. We had a tornado touchdown here for the first time, like ever this summer. But otherwise, I don't know. You know what's we, fun is rainstorms, like with like thunderstorms. We do get a lot of those. Oh, that shit is sexy. Did you ever watch Cry Baby with Johnny Depp? I am yes no? Cry Baby with Johnny. Depp. You are Cry Baby with Johnny Depp. I always that, think of that, that is scene the where first the movie that I watched as like a little girl, like I don't know who rented it from like the video store, and I was like so small. I was like five, and I remember like looking at him going, "Why do I have this like funny feeling down there?" Sexual awakening. Because yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> So fun fact, that whole movie was recorded around my hometown. Actually, multiple right. hometowns. You look like exactly the kind of girl who would be like, where was that shot? I'll move there. <laughs> well, I, I actually didn't know until after I had seen the movie. I didn't like look it up or anything. But the school that they record in was my mom's high school. So like she talked growing up about like going and like hanging outside, like outside the school while they were recording trying to see Johnny Depp and then later I pieced it all together but all the scenes like outside the jail and everything that's my hometown well um they're the only claim to fame that my hometown okay we have two the drummer of five finger death punches went to my high school no seriously yeah um and then the scene from well okay two parts of um uh, League of Their Own. Whoa. Because that's actually yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, our our stadium, our baseball stadium, still looks like um the uh rock rock it's not Rockets. I don't know. There's one of the um one of the teams, the other teams in the league. It was their stadium is that they oh, gotcha. used ours because it was old enough to look like the right era and they just like painted it and that stuff's all still there you come into this like okay our only claim to fame but that's like a giant blockbuster movie yeah but the (laughs) other part was actually filmed in my hometown and you know the scene where they they get off the bus and are chasing the little kid around the bus that was filmed on a road like right down the street from where my aunt lives because it doesn't have it was a road that didn't have any lines on it and so they just used that road to oh, film funny. on it because all the other roads were, you know, looked like current roads. We're but talking that was like, like out in the country. Those are the so only two scenes. It's these. not like the whole movie. It's two scenes from the movie. Right. We're so excited about these like little cameos and Sarah's out there in LA. Like, <laughs> no, like, well, I mean, whatever. Like, uh, LA is really, uh, um, you no. But um, the town that I actually grew up in, uh, which is this city called Orange, and it's in Orange County, and it has, like, this, like, roundabout 
which is called The Orange Circle. And that's been in a bunch of movies. And it's not like it's not in L.A. proper, but like they go out of their way because this like everybody in that town is rockabilly and everybody drives like a murdered out like 50s car and like all the stores are like these cute little antique shops like it's really cute I love everything about that I know (laughs) it's really (laughs) sounds like my vibe all right they've tried to shishi it up and I'm like stop it you're ruining it but like like, what movies has it been in like everything like way too you can like google it like way too many to count where's my (laughs) my uh my dad loves rockabilly music and so they went to um there's a big rockabilly festival in Nashville once a year and they went to that last year and he had such a good time they have like a little car show and and like a big it's like a big music festival and so there's like a bunch of rockabilly acts there and like that's his favorite thing I can just imagine your dad getting all excited about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have outfits. Oh, you have what? Shows. We have outfits. Oh, you do? We have rockabilly outfits for car shows, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, he made a jacket specifically for that festival, but um, now God, he wears it to the car shows. And they were supposed to be... No, he is. he's born in July. Cancer? Um, I don't even know. Why do I not know that? I I shouldn't be asking about people's dads. I'm so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As somebody that knows like literally nothing about astrology, how do you keep that? It's my like autistic tick. So like, you know how like in Rain Man, he's like in 1968, so-and-so hit this many like home runs or whatever. He is a cancer. (laughs) When's your mom's birthday? Uh, December 8th. Sag, a very unlikely combination. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they are perfect together. Yeah, it happens all the time. Me and my boyfriend, he is a Cancer and I am a Gemini, so that's air and water, and it's not supposed to be like compatible. But for me, not as a Gemini, but as a person, for me, I'm most compatible with Cancer men. So how does it work? Like, are the signs at conflict or? So it's kind of like you know. Like, for example, like there are some things that are like intuitive about it, like water and fire. Like that's not going to be compatible just because we know that water puts fire out. That's like one of the most incompatible combinations in the Zodiac. But there's also like so many other things that like go into it. So like you have your sign sign, your um, sun sign, but you have your like rising sign, which is really influential and your moon sign, which is really influential. So you can have two people whose like sun signs are are incompatible but like other things in their their chart are compatible most importantly um what is it their um your venus which is your um your how like how you behave in romantic situations basically so like for those signs your both of your venuses to be compatible is probably more telling of your romantic relationship than your sun signs okay And you can go online and you could put in like whatever blah, 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 calculator, astrology chart bullshit and put in your like time of birth and all that shit. And it'll give you all of the details about your sign. And you can even Google people of interest as well because they'll have like a lot of their stats as well. And you Yeah, I have an app that like does the pattern yeah and then you 
there's like stuff that you can I had to like buy the extra thing to like do compatibility with people. What app is it? Um, it's called Time Passages. Okay. I don't know if it's any good or not, but I know what my stuff is. So, but I <laughs> nice. knew that already before I got the app. But I got the app just to every now and then it. I'll like I'll just you know I'll look up like Gerard Butler and I'll. Oh, good choice. I'll see how compatible we are. Talk about sexual awakenings. I know, right? <laughs> How about the Phantom of the Opera? You know, it's so weird, though. It's like at five years old, I was like, I'm ready to marry Johnny Depp and move into his house. And now I'm like, no. Like, there's no, there's nothing that could inspire me to do such a thing. <laughs> with him. With him, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I think my first was Orlando Bloom. Fair. I can stand by that. I think. Um, I think my first was Aladdin from <laughs> the cartoon movie. That is so legit. And then, <laughs> I don't know, that's so hard. Yeah, but he didn't have any nipples, which is weird. Well, the vest was covering them. He had them. You just didn't see them. Okay, real talk. What was the first actual Very dick that you wanted? The actual dick? The Wait, actual what? dick. Mine was David oh, okay. Bowie in Labyrinth. Like, that. Wow. That's well, easy. That's, that's a special. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. That's <laughs> I don't it know was, if that counts. It was no. just right there. It was just literally, I remember my friend who was a couple years older than me brought this movie over. Like it was on VHS, right? And she just like storms into the house. She lived down the street. So like, I didn't even know she was coming. She puts in the DVD player and she just goes, or the VCR and she goes, just look at his bulge. And I was like, I, mean, I don't know right what that there. means. Like what right. else am I supposed to look right. at? Right. Oh, that's the bulge. I can't believe that shit wasn't like rated X. I know. Right. It, it might as well just have been, like, a full dick have... outline down its pants. I know, dude. Like, why are you not just... The movie is just him swinging his balls and dick around. Can you imagine with, like, dance magic playing in the background? Okay, what's his sign? <laughs> I have to know now. Okay, let's play a drinking game called Celebrity Signs, where we try to guess everyone's sign, and if we're wrong, we drink. Oh, God, oh, God I'm, I'm so gonna... bad at We're going to you guys, he died. I know. That was actually, I think, the celebrity death that really hit me hardest. You did, I bet I you was. Just he could die. What was that? Mine was I definitely know. Princess Leia. Oh, yeah, that sucked, too. That was right in my, like, kidney punch. That hurt so bad. Yeah. Well, let's brighten up the mood. <laughs> oh, what's the actual dick? Um, I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, you guys. I can't, I, I can't, I can't think about dicks before, like, the person has drawn me, and I just can't. Any dick before the person makes me throw up. I mean, that's fair. Oh, he's a Capricorn with an Aquarius. Obviously, he's an Aquarius ascendant. I mean, it's no wonder he was who he was. Wow. Okay, so, do you care or do you not care? No, who I care. care about? Let's I care. analyze somebody you care about so I can explain, like what everything means in that context. And, and when you learn about something like that in the context of someone you actually care about, it sticks. I mean, I care about David Bowie, but I don't know if Stormy has a different answer. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. All right. So he, his son was in Capricorn. Your son is like who you like basically are. And Capricorns are very hardworking and... Um, and, like, they're kind of, like, they're people who like to climb. Like, they like to improve, but also in a, in a like, 
social way, like they're kind of like social climbers. The thing that everyone makes a joke about is that they like to work. Like they don't have time for people because they're always working. His ascendant is in Aquarius, which they're most, they're like the geniuses of the Zodiac. So they're really, really smart. They're like the aliens of the Zodiac. And um, they're like known for being weird. Your ascendant is how you are perceived by other people. So he was like perceived as like being like kind of weird, you know? Oh, yeah. Was somebody who was like growing like in success and whatever, you know? That makes a lot of sense. His moon, your moon is like who you emotionally are, like on a deeper level with your inner circle. And he was a Leo. Leos are the center of attention, yada, yada. We all know that bullshit. And his mid mid heaven wasn't sad. So like your mid heaven is where um, like your career and your purpose kind of align. And Sagittarius is known for like their adventurous spirit. So his purpose and his career like all had kind of like an adventurous tone to it. So for example, that's that. Who see? We can't see his love and like. If I could, I could tell you what kind of a romantic relationship you would be with him because I would Google that shit with me and like River Phoenix, for example. Oh, here we go. Okay. His Venus is in Sag. So like in his romantic relationships, he was also adventurous as was in his midheaven situation. So he probably was not known for his loyalty. I can't imagine. Really? I don't know anything about him. Just being David Bowie. I mean, okay, that might be really judgmental. No, no. But I don't know. Oh, maybe he was loyal. I don't know. We'll never know. But I mean, you know, I mean, we'll we'll all be loyal for the right person. But that's true. It wasn't something that like he would just default to with anybody. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. No, that whole reading makes a lot of sense. I'm sure he would have defaulted for that for you. Oh, that. for me. Yeah. For me. <laughs> but like, really. <laughs> Oh, that's gross, because I was, like, 20 when he died. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, whatever. Whatever. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Listen, age isn't a thing in our mind palace, okay? That's right, I mean, bitch. True. True. Okay, Storms, <laughs> who's your your person? Who was oh your first god. dick? Oh, my god. Let's I don't even know. Um, Jeez. Or your, like, whatever dick. Your whatever dick? <laughs> Honestly, is probably Logan Lairman. I don't know who that is, but let's look it up. He's wow, it comes up. Percy Jackson. Oh, I didn't know I recognized. He's also in perks of being a wallflower. Okay, so he's also a Capricorn son. Interesting. And his Mercury, which is how you communicate, is also in Capricorn. So he is somebody in particular who, like, who's what he says can be taken at face value. I'm here for that. Like when, when he's like, he will be speaking the truth as he knows it pretty much all the time. It like, it'll make sense all the time. Um, His moon is in cancer. So like on a deep emotional level in his inner circle, like he is extremely empathetic, gentle, emotional, soft, nurturing, um okay you bitches have a thing for these venus and sag men because his venus isn't sag which means in romantic relationships he does have like this adventurous streak 
And yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I already knew it was perfect. It's fine. I know, right? Like, <laughs> like I don't know who he is, but let me Google that shit because, like, that sounds like such a lovely human. Look, he just seems like your he's area. like the sweetest. He's a movie star, right? Oh, he's a movie star. Where does he live? I assume I no LA, idea. right? Yeah, well, I don't know. He uh, he hasn't been in that much lately. He's been doing like indie stuff. Oh, I wonder why that is. Let me see if there's something in his chart well, to explain that. He probably just made a lot of money and then was like, I'm good. I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I always assumed. That makes sense. Because, I mean, he was in Percy Jackson, so that yeah, movie like, makes so much money. Like he's that kid that played Joffrey? Yeah, he's adorable. Well, Andy was in Perks of Being a Wallflower, which was a crazy popular movie. So, anyway. Anyway. He's, in a, he's been in a lot of... Th- oh, and he was in... Um, he was one of the kids in The Patriot. Mm. When he was like a little, little, little. Okay, we're just going to take a quick break here to let you listen to the first new release that we wanted to stream for you this week. Uh, and that is by way of the Magwas. They released a song called Choke on October 23rd, 2020. And if you like what you're hearing, you can follow them on Instagram or Twitter at the Magwas, and that's spelled M A G U A S. I figured out Jason's. <laughs> okay. He's a Scorpio sun, which I knew. And then he's also an Aquarius moon and a Cancer rising. Who is this? My boyfriend. Your actual literal boyfriend. My actual boyfriend. is. Run me through it again, his signs. He's a Scorpio sun, mm-hmm. an Aquarius moon, and a Cancer rising. What do you mean actual? The, because we... Be, who's your fake boyfriend? The can't... The can- Who's my fake boyfriend? Is the squishy part. My fake boyfriend. Hello, were you not listening? His name is. Oh no, it wasn't David. Um, that Logan. No, that's my fake boyfriend. Logan Lehrman. Logan, my, yeah, yeah. Logan Lehrman's my fake boyfriend. The most B-list person I've ever heard of. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. Okay, so should we begin? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's begin. As I'm. Do you see how much I drank of this already? Like whatever. It was probably oh. mostly mango juice. Cider, thank you. Oh, oh um, it's all cider? Oh, okay. No, it well. was, no, it's cider mixed with a bunch of rum. Whoa, we're about to get real yeah. right now. We'll see, we'll see. Okay. I haven't okay. fallen out of the chair yet. Okay, so who wants to go first? I think it was me, right? Okay. Yeah. Do you want to know about something in particular? It could be anything. It could be like, if me and Johnny Depp were to have a child together, how would that turn out? It could be literally anything. God, I don't know. That's a lot of pressure. I ask shit like that all day long, by the way. Like all the crazy shit. <laughs> go to the cars. God, I have no idea. I didn't prepare for this. Or you can just be like, how's my like grades going to be this semester? Can we do work opportunities? Okay. So you want so you want a general reading on your work opportunities. Let's just do a general reading on yeah, my career and whatnot. Okay. I need to start applying for jobs again. Say when. When? Okay. Great. This is great news. Mm. Mm. Okay, that bodes well. Whoa, whoa. Great, great. Great. 
Okay, so you might feel kind of like new and in finding this right job for you, there's going to be this person who is a water sign and a guy and young, a Cancer, a Pisces, or a Scorpio. He's going to be part of the challenge, not necessarily the solution. You might, okay, so it might be somebody you're interviewing with or like, you know, like whatever. I don't know anything about jobs, like somebody in HR or something like that. Somebody you have to kind of impress. You can Google him afterwards. He's the son of cups. You're approaching everything with a lot of passion, which is good. And you might just have to deal with a bit of like lag that happens when like you have the passion and it needs to be like translated into the physical world. And that might be like the biggest part of the challenge, just kind of like learning to or practicing to kind of hush your like eagerness or the card, it's temperance. So like temper your eagerness. In the past, you've gotten every single job you wanted and you've shined fabulously. Oh. So there's no reason why that shouldn't continue. You may have to overcome some kind of um, like disillusionment or fantasy about whatever job it is that you're applying for or looking for, um, which is not going to be a problem. Because this is um, the financial, this is like a, um, as far as like finances go and job and work goes, this is meeting the base of your career, basically. It's the card of that. So it, it doesn't, you're not going to be rolling in dough and you're not going to be like, as successful as fuck but you're at the foundation of it like the legit foundation of it and that's going to be in your near future so within like three months not only will you be employed with money but it's money that's a foundation of having like you know shit loads of money the peak of the mountain you're really going to find out through this process and through um, after you get this paycheck or job or whatever it is, um, a lot about yourself as a woman, surprisingly, you're somebody like surprise. I mean, surprisingly, because I don't think you expected to learn about yourself as a woman through this process, but everybody's going to like come to you for advice. You're going to like be very solid in your foundation, but very like fluid and abundant in how you, how your branches like reach out, if that makes sense. That's daunting, but I love it. Um, around you will be a lot of like successful people and maybe a lot of poor people. Like you might have a lot of extremes around you um, and people who are like going through different ups and downs. So, I mean, make, make of it what you will. That's just like what's going on around you. But um, you, you will have the access to all the like most fabulous 
of the fabulous if you want and the most homeless of the homeless if you want. You have an irrational fear. Sounds right. What? (laughs) (laughs) You have an irrational fear that somebody is keeping a secret from you or there's something you don't know that isn't being revealed, et cetera. And whether someone even has a secret or not, like, isn't the question because the very next the very next card after that is the magician. So, like, let people have their secrets or plan plot after taking you down if they want, because you have the ultimate ability to manifest whatever it is you want. You are extremely resourceful, capable. That's pretty much it. Like, whatever you want to make happen, you can make happen. All right. Well, that's inspiring. That, that's actually your outcome, by the way. Is that whatever I want to happen, I'll make happen. Yeah. So probably if that's your outcome, since we know the future like six months in advance, that means if whatever you fucking want is going to happen in six months, you should set your sights really high, I think. Yeah, I'll say. And that means, like, you know, that means you'll start at the bottom of the mountain. But would you rather start at the bottom of a mountain of what you want or just, like, what you're accepting? Right. Okay, cool. That makes me feel real good. Good. I mean, I I give some sad ones all the time. You know, like, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. You got a good one. All right, before we move on to Stormy's tarot reading, we're just going to play you a sample from the second song that we wanted to stream for you this week, and that is Houdini by way of Magnolia Park, which was released on October 16th. So if you like what you're hearing, you can listen to them on Instagram or Twitter at Magnolia Park FL. Stormy. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I have two different ideas, Elena. Which one should I do? The oh, you had time to think about it. Yeah. One would be the clothing brand that I want to do. Okay. The other would be silly because it, it made me laugh really hard when, or like it I almost died laughing in the middle of your reading because I thought of it um my TikTok fame if that will be a thing okay which one? Oh god oh so you're know. you're deciding about two career paths basically well I mean yeah I'm gonna do both of them either way because TikTok is just for fun anyway and then I have a I have another project that I want to work on that's um, so then there's three my clothing line oh no oh you said another project you want to work on that's that pro- that's okay 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 so say, there's only two just two okay. let's focus on your clothing line because you've been working on it longer. or we can ask about both like we can ask like which will bring me more whatever or what i'm or we can just get a general reading on both uh let's focus on the clothing line i just want to see so tell me when Starting now. When? Clothing line. Mm. Ooh. These are exciting noises. 
Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay. It has a perspective. It has a point of view. Okay, so usually I kind of like go in order, but I'm not going to go in order with this reading. Okay. It wants you specifically to seek out an apprenticeship. Oh. He's going to be an older man. Okay. He's very creative. Um, like, obviously, he's a fashion designer or, like, clothing designer or whatever. So he's probably, like, mm, I want to say, like, 45 plus. Okay. So it wants you to find this person. He's going to be your apprentice for at least six months. And also they want you to, the cards, want you to, either they want you to know that being very, being isolated um, is going to be a necessary part of this process or they are informing you that that is what naturally will occur. So either like you will have a challenge around that where isolating yourself will be the solution or you will naturally fall into that but there's going to be an isolation period where during this time that you are being um mentored you're not really going to be socializing a lot okay if at all um okay then they also want you to know that the universe sees you as, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me think, as like somebody who is very like physically capable because like this is a practical profession or an, an, when, when it says somebody is physically capable, there are a lot of like ways that can manifest, but you're not like, for example, like you're not an athlete or you're not asking about like um, your Olympic career. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when yeah. it's saying that you're physically strong in a reading, when you're asking about like your profession as a clothing designer, it's saying that the universe sees you as somebody who can like be show up every single day. And, like, put in the grunt work every single day and do all the not-so-sexy stuff and the physical labor. It's interesting because you are that person that they see you as, and the challenge is something that anyone with any kind of logical brain knows that, okay, this is a great challenge for that person to have because you can totally do it. And I have never said that to anybody of any tarot I have ever read. So you're a person who can get up and show up and schedule it and be there and like keep the commitment to yourself and like go like this with your hands on the sewing machine, you know? And your challenge, the thing that is going to make or break you as a successful clothing selling person, designing person, I don't even know the details, is going to be having a long-term view. What perfecter of a challenge for that person to have? Yeah, that's crazy. Great news. 
at the root of your challenge is that you have this belief that um, it's a challenge when in fact it's not. The ideal thing to have show up in the root of your challenge part of your spread is this fucking card where your your challenges aren't even real. They're all in <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that, that's literally <laughs> always. <laughs> because you are the perfect person to be dealing with this fucking challenge. Okay, so in the past, remember we talked about that one card where Elena felt like, or her um, outcome was going to be that she is hella powerful and can make whatever she wants happen. You've had that happen in the past where you've made things come to fruition um, just by your thoughts alone. And for some reason in this situation, you feel like a newbie. And that is kind of creating like a burden for you. But the answer is in isolation, which is horrible, sorry. (laughs) And this male, older male, mentor and probably in realizing that your challenges are not real so like it looks like really all you fucking have to do is tell everybody hey i'm not going to be that great at replying to texts and shit for a while find an older male mentor and that is literally it and then after that like your outcome is just this is the you're almost there and not even you're almost there as far like you've had success you've had Success, failure, success, failure, failure, success, success. And you're at the ultimate of like, this is the nine of wands. Wands being like creativity and sometimes work if your work is in creativity. This is like almost the Jeff Bezos of creativity. That (laughs) Jeff Bezos would be a 10. This is a nine. So this is like, there's still more. This is like you've succeeded beyond and there's still more for you. And then this is you, which you can Google and you can meditate on. It's the, um, they call, in this deck, they call it the Daughter of Wands, but it's really called the Page, the page, page of, wands. of Wands. Yeah, you can look that up. That's you. And that concludes your reading. Those are both really good. Yeah, you to respond to any texts for a while, go meet up with a 45-year-old man to find the, the correct man <laughs> is, the, is the only thing there. Yeah. <laughs> in in the middle of southern Indiana. But I mean it really narrows it down because okay, so like there are suit cards. The like the traditional deck of cards that we know is actually based on the tarot deck. And they're the suit cards, the like Jack and the Queen and the King and all that bullshit. Um, those when those show up in a reading, it actually means real people that are either coming or that you know or you yourself. So those will have like attachments that they're either male or female and they're either like youngish or oldish or experienced or unexperienced or whatever. And so if he's, if he's not old, if he's not 45, most likely he's like 45 or older, but if he's not 45, then he's just like a fucking hella experienced 35 year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, now you just, you don't have to waste your time looking for girls. You know what I mean? Like we've narrowed it down 50%. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mentorship and isolation. Okay, so Sarah, I have to ask you like lots and lots of bleach. (laughs) 
get all this information just by like doing the readings and looking it up as you go or so kind of I had a mentor and like I am not somebody who really dabbled in my like psychic whatever and that's the thing that I love about the cards is that I don't have to do any thinking of my own I can kind of just like translate and I, I feel like I'm good at translating I went to this like one psychic who said I should get a deck and I had never considered it even before and I went and got a deck and I read about it so the way that you learn about it is there are four suits just like a regular deck each one meaning like a different part of your life so that narrows down like that puts into categories the whole deck so that it's not too like overwhelming and then each number kind of means something too like a one is a beginning so just by like what each of those things which what each suit is and then what each number symbolizes you can deduce like anything gotcha so i mean you know now you you like you can technically read a read a deck right now and then when i was on tour with night riots in june of 2018 i had nothing to really do in the car um, because like, you know, reading in the car makes everybody puke. Yeah. And I would read everybody's cards and then text night riots and read their cards via text and doing that every day for 30 days, like 16 guys, like I got kind of okay at it where I remembered where, what every card meant. Right. No kidding. Oh, and then, okay. So the other thing, last annoyingly boring thing is that, um, okay, so there's the four signs and they all stand for like the different parts of your life, like your romantic life, your work life, yada, yada. And they also symbolize the four signs of the zodiac, earth, air, fire, water. So also like, for example, that guy who showed up in your thing, he showed up as a wand. That's a fire sign. So that means like typically he would either be like an an Aries, a Leo or a Sagittarius, but because he's a creative and wand is also like a creative element, I don't feel like they're telling you he's going to be one of those signs. I feel like they're telling you he's a creative person. Yeah, but I mean, he sense. could be one of those signs. Now I want a deck. <laughs> Dude, it's, I mean, you know, there's some good. I really love this one. I have one. I bought it because I it's it's like um, traditional tattoo art. Mm. So I bought it for the art because I was like, these are really pretty, but I don't know how to read them at all. Really I gotta just, get on it. Like you now know like eighty five percent of it. Yeah, I just I have to know. practice and um, text my friends every day and make them. Uh... <laughs> yeah, or tell there them somebody texts me because I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, don't. I'm, I'm working on my clothing line. Yeah. All right, guys. We're going to take another minute to go over another new release. This one is by Give Me a Reason. They just released their new EP, Vice Versa, on October 23rd. So we're going to go ahead and listen to a bit of their track, Sad. If you like what you're hearing by them, go ahead and give them a follow on Instagram or Twitter at Give Me a Reason CH. Fire burning when 
we've got both of you, and we haven't actually done this on the show yet, I want to talk about some Halloween movies and music. So whoever wants to start with their favorite Halloween movies, I would just like to discuss. As Leo Rising, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, uh, go ahead. I think maybe my favorite, I don't know if it's an actual Halloween movie, but it does have witchy vibes, is Practical Magic. <gasps> I love you for saying that. Such a good movie. That was my, one of my favorite movies growing up. I know, right? Oh my god. I haven't seen it in so long. It's so good. I just saw it again, like, a month ago, and I was like, wow, this shit is fucking fire. I always get thrown back when I hear that, shit, who sings a song? This kiss. <laughs> As a country girl, Shania Twain. I don't think it's her. It's oh, no, you're right. You're right. Oh, Faith Hill. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that song always takes me back to it. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, that's a good one. Stormy, what's yours? Hocus Pocus is on the list, but that's because I just, it's a necessity for me. But also, I really like the craft. So I good. My answer. She's right. I changed it's my craft. Answer. I've never actually seen the craft. Oh, oh my gosh, you have to watch it. I don't know where it is because it's not on Netflix. I it might be on Hulu. You guys, when you watch it, you're gonna you're gonna need a notebook and a pen because you're gonna be like taking notes. It's like how to be a witch. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. How old is it? Very. Okay. It's like I don't know, like early nineties or something. Ninety six. Um, yeah. I think. Okay, it's, right on, it's on Netflix, but you have to have the live TV. I didn't even know there was a live TV option on Netflix. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the bundles. There's like live TV, Cinemax, HBO. It's well, one of the on options. Because you can watch uh you can watch sports live TV on Hulu. I can't believe I've never seen it. Um let me see. I can't on- believe you've never seen it either. It is maybe the best witchy movie ever. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm officially changing my answer. Uh, you can rent it on Prime. That'll be next on the that list. That was really good. Okay, what was on what was on your list before I say? Um, you know what? I didn't actually make a list. I made Ian watch Rocky Horror for the first time last weekend, so that's right on my mind. That's a good one, but I feel like I don't actually watch it during Halloween. I unless it's like somebody's doing it. Yeah, that's fair. And nobody's uh, doing it this year because okay, everyone's I mean, dying. Okay. So my obvious answer would be The Nightmare Before Christmas. That was, mm. you know, yeah. an early favorite. But I went through this weird phase when I was growing up where every time the 13 days of uh, Halloween would come on, was that ABC that did it? Mm. Yeah, ABC. It ABC. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I would anxiously wait for Tremors. Speaking of Tremors, <laughs> have we seen Edward Scissorhands? Yes. yes. And did we want to bone Johnny Depp in that too? Yes. Because I was like, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll bone him there too. Okay, was there any, ever any a point Depp where was. Johnny Depp wasn't really boneable? It's when he like started to do the. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I haven't seen any movies since Char- uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fair. see that, but when he was with Angelina Jolie and the oh, what was it? The uh, the tourist. Oh it was yeah, already too done weird. up. Um, and then also, I no, I'm lying. I would have definitely still oh, done him in, in Fear and Loathing. Oh, I didn't. See I was going to say not in Fear and Loathing, but I would have. Yeah, no, Fear and Loathing is still on the list. It's fine. I mean, let's be honest. We've just <laughs> all probably bone him anytime. Um, I'm yep. thinking my top level 
Johnny Depp will always be Pirates of the Caribbean just oh, because yeah. I also really love pirates. Yeah, okay, why let not? Let me tell you something. I'm playing Black Last Flag time, right now, and I want to bone the main character, and he's not real. Last time I dressed up to go trick-or-treating, do you want to guess how old I was? 17. 19. Actually, no, 18. Oh. Very close. Very close. Oh. It was my freshman year of college. My roommates and I decided that we would just, like, dress up and go to my hometown and go trick-or-treating. We all went as Johnny Depp. In different so, stages of his yeah, life? Yeah, one of them was Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. The other was the Mad Hatter. And I was Jack Sparrow. Wow, that's so cute. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally, like, wasn't to all the parents that were handing out candy and had 18-year-olds showing up How at their door. Cool. But... but, like, that's such a perspective, you know? Like, I would have appreciated your creativity and your, like, vision. Anytime, like, 18 or 19-year-olds would come to my door, I mean, not this year. I'm not opening the door for trick-or-treaters. I don't know you. My neighbors are the only people that are allowed to trick-or-treat at my house. But. <laughs> wow. Hold on. Let's unpack that. My, my neighbors are <laughs> in my bubble. My neighbors are in my bubble. I have okay. seen them. I have been with them. I'm not letting other germs in my house. I'm not doing it. Oh, oh, it's a germ thing. Gotcha. It's a germ thing. Okay. It's a gotcha. COVID thing. Normally, I'm all about trick-or-treaters. We did have several. You uh, can, like, kids. slingshot the candy at them. True. I could, just, I could just throw it at them from the porch. Mm-hmm. That's an idea. Possibly. Anyway, every time we had, like, older kids coming, I'd be like, yeah, you're not, you're not out drinking. Here you go. Take five pieces of candy. I don't care. I don't want dumb 16-year-olds driving. No. <laughs> Fair. I mean, so, yeah. I don't, I never understood why uh, people were why weird people about, but heard about that. I know. About, like, older kids trick-or-treating. I I've never was, heard of such a thing. Don't yeah, you feel great. like Halloween altogether would be a lot more fun if adults were able to trick-or-treat? That's a very like, good point. Can you imagine handing out, like, little, like, those little shot bottles? Oh. <gasps> It's not like you're required to, like, hand something out. If you have a problem with it, turn your damn lights off, right? Right. So, like, and and shit, like, even, like, just, yeah, I'm going to keep those little, that little shot bottle thing in mind. And if the parents come to the door with their kids, just hand those to them. Like, here, you're going to have a long night. Your kids are going to be sugar high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that should be honestly for a totally biased reason i think that should be more acceptable i would love to still go trick-or-treating yeah maybe i'll do it this year just do it why not is that a pickle you're stirring oh yes this is a moonshine pickle i am stirring my um bloody mary with it oh that's okay i forgot you're drinking a a bloody mary yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) that would be weird i mean granted like um one of my best friends in high school her mom puts pickles in her beer Beer still, it could work. Yeah. Yeah. I had never heard of that before, but she did it, and I was like, "Well, I have to do that now." Yeah. And so yeah. I did, and it was fantastic. Great. So Every everyone should try it. Just, just drop a dill pickle down in your beer, one time. I thought okay. you were gonna say dildo because I heard dill, and I was like, "Yes, dill." Dildo. Also that <laughs> too, I guess. Like no, if you, you want put a dildo but, in your beer, but that would hey, be as long weird. As it's I guess. Mean, like, I, yeah, that's I, the problem. Your own prerogative. I don't know why you would. I don't know what it would add to the beer, but you could do it. <laughs> it would add some dicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want that in it. I want that in my beer. Next on the show. Music. Dragula by Rob Zombie. Come on. We uh, karaoke did that one Halloween, and it was probably the best karaoke song that happened all night because everyone was screaming. <laughs> My go-to is always Halloween by the Misfits. Of course, if I did a cover too, so I listen to that. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's like early, early. That's like 90s. Nice. 
Mm-hmm. We have some friends that come on the, the podcast periodically and they swear that it's better than the Misfits version. Shut up. Yeah. What is that? Uh, witchy Woman? Who I'm like, who does a bunch of like... Yeah, it's the Eagles. Witchy a bunch woman. of blues music with a lot of like witchy connotations. Is it like, is it Muddy Waters or is it Howlin' Wolf? Genuinely, I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of blues. That's old as shit. Anything Stevie Nicks should count? Oh, that's true. She true. is the White Witch. That's true, the White Witch. <laughs> true. Okay, I gotta ask a question, because I'm mm-hmm. on a Halloween party playlist on Spotify, and they've got Bad Guy by Billie Eilish as the number two spot. It's probably because they have that, like, Inspector Gadget, like, bass yeah. line. It's got that spooky... But it doesn't do that, but what does it do? that for me? I am only going to hear Inspector Gadget. I know. Let's see, my brother told me that. He was like, I don't like that by that spy fucking baseline or whatever. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. it's such a cartoon spy. Like, yeah, now, yeah, that's why. That's because that spy shit. Probably that. But it's also like, there's like spooky elements to it in the, yeah. Not the, like the effects, I guess, that they put on her voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little somber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it doesn't seem like a Halloween song. Like, I, I don't see how it's on a Halloween song. Okay, if like. there was one Billie Eilish song that was going to be, I don't think it would be that one. I don't know. I don't know enough about her discography to... That's a great point. I feel like maybe it would be that one. I mean, what is her discography? Like, just that album and, like, a few other songs? Then, yeah, it would be that. Yeah, probably an EP Uh, out before that. Oh, no, no, no. Bury a Friend. Bury a Friend. I would say that's a lot more appropriate. Mm, mm, mm. What about Anything by Ice Night Or I Don't Want to Be You Anymore is more spooky than uh, I think. I'm sitting here, like, I don't know Halloween music. What about fucking Marilyn Manson? I mean, (laughs) yeah. I always thought that... uh, and I, I love The Doors, but I think some of their music is super spooky. I actually have. Never mind. Never mind. I won't say it yet. Okay. You're right, Stormy. You're right. I'm not yeah. a vampire. But is I, that I, a Billie I, Eilish song? That's a, no, that's a. Falling in reverse. Falling in reverse. not going to talk song. about it. Nice. <laughs> not going to talk about that. Mm. But what we will talk about is the acoustic version of Garden that In Case We Crash dropped on October 23rd. We're going to play you a sample right now. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and find them on Instagram and Twitter at In Case We Crash. I see flowers in your eyes like a garden. So beautiful, I just want to pick them out. And in the spring, they'll blow a new color with shades and hues that we've never seen. All right, guys, do you want to play some Would You Rather? Ah! Oh, we're doing Would You Rather. Okay. Would you rather? Would you rather play or not? Definitely play. I would rather Thank play. Thank you. Yes. First question I have for you guys. Would you rather spend a night in a crypt with Robert Smith or in a haunted mansion with Alice Cooper? Haunted mansion with Alice Cooper, 100%. <laughs> Same. At least I'd get some space. Why? I wouldn't be thrilled about either one of them, but okay. I would, I would 100% hang out with Alice Cooper all night. I don't care. That sounds like fun. I'd be like, let's do some shots and then we'll go to our own <laughs> of the house. Please don't talk to me. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein by Alice Cooper. <laughs> That's a Halloween song, right? Yeah. 
My my fear with this question is that it's a haunted mansion. Oh, that's fine. I'm like, no, I'm cool with like, it. I what think... if it's like ghost David Bowie hanging out with you well, in the next mm, room? That would be even better. Like, you're not right. making, yeah. you're not yeah. turning it down. Yeah. Okay, are they mean ghosts or are they like just kind of kind of spooky? You mean like Bly Manor or Hill House? I'm talking like Bly Manor Hill House versus like chill ghosts. Like um, I can't think of a movie reference for it, but like you I know, one like that would the, just like hang out with you. The odds are that they could be disarmed. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, well, have you seen Bly Manor yet? No. Okay. It's horrible. Horribly scary. No, it, it's it not, not, it's not really scary. Like yeah, there's parts in it. Anyway, there's this one ghost that like, if you get in her path, she just kills you, which oh. is the point that like, I don't want it to be that kind of ghost because I will accidentally get in her path. I feel like but, she is the exception, not the rule because they made a whole movie about her, you know, but like how many ghosts true. are there not movies about because they're just chilling? Yeah, okay, so that yeah. kind of haunted house. Yeah, I don't want the movie haunted house. Make it a haunted house that's like, this is haunted, but we can Disney. do it. Yeah, so like a house that you would go to to like maybe do a Ouija board with your friends. Not that I would because that's dangerous, but like you wouldn't feel scared to do it. You'd sure. just be like, okay, we'll talk to some ghosts, but no demons. That's, yeah. that's the kind of house I want it to be. I, I think I'm leaning towards the, the haunted house with Alice Cooper just because there's a bed available. Yeah. And like, uh, well, Sarah's see, right. You like can just be like, "Good night." Yeah. I, <laughs> you said Alice Cooper, and I was sold. But I, I don't think that that's everyone's opinion here yeah, for yeah. sure. I just really like Alice Cooper. Aww. Did you hear he's doing Zoom sessions for Halloween, mm-hmm. like where he's reading scary stories? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do an IG live um, ghost story. <gasps> when are you doing that? Friday. Yeah. Not on this one, but the, the 30th, October 30th. Okay. Anyway, so this is a ghost story that I've been telling since I was like 16. And I've told it to grown men in the daylight and they have jumped. They have jumped. This is your own personal ghost story? Ooh, oh, I'm so ready. Wait. Yeah. Okay, I'll That's be there. That's my favorite thing. Ghost stories are my favorite thing. Next question. Would you rather have Monster Mash or Halloween by the Misfits stuck in your head for the rest of your life? Halloween, probably. It's already I, stuck in my head all the time. Preference. I, I feel like I'm cool with either of those. And honestly, yeah, yeah anything, Monster Mash yeah. wouldn't be that bad. Like if I if I'm just like the Monster Mash all the time, <laughs> like people might look at me weird, but like it'd probably be okay. I literally since October started, I've just been walking around I'm like I remember Halloween. So I'm gonna choose that one because it's not Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. We forgot Pet Cemetery. Okay. That's a scary one. I'm just gonna keep remembering. Oh my god! Cancel everything I said about my favorite Halloween movie because not a not even my favorite Halloween movie, but my favorite movie in the whole world is the others. Ooh. Have you seen it? Yeah, that's a good one. And you didn't scream. You didn't scream when you saw it. I I don't think so. I literally was like watching it and I went. "Ah!" Yeah, yeah, I did. I don't know if I've ever had that kind but, of visceral reaction. To but be, to be fair, I, I uh, watched it for the first time, the original one, when I was in college with my friends because they were like, I can't believe you've never seen it. And they made me watch it with them. It was so long and it was so terrifying to me that I would not go to the bathroom by myself for two <laughs> And then I slept because we were in a dorm room at the time. It was my first year of college. And we were, um, so we were in the dorms and I didn't have a roommate. Um, but my, my friend lived like 
two do- two rooms down, but they had a futon in their room, and so I slept on their futon for like three weeks. Yeah. I, you know what? The I would not go to my that's... my own room at night. It was awful. The only movie that ever did that to me was The Ring, and I was. I think I seven just, when I saw it. Like, I'm so I'm so irrationally afraid of clowns. Wow, boy, do I yeah. have a music video for you? God, what's that? Coming soon. Oh, it's your music video. Yeah, coming soon. Can you tell us who it's or what it's for? Or um, well, it's like something we did a long time ago, but now actually we might have to do it. we might have to release it for Halloween. Halloween vibes. You just want to drop that and move right on. I don't even know. I don't even know if we're going to do it. Like, it's a song from our old album, so we just might never release the video, you know, because it's already, like, too, it's already, you know, but whatever. Who knows? If you don't release it, you got to just send it to me so that I can see it. That's a deal. (laughs) All right. Thank you. (laughs) Can't just tell me that and then withhold it. That's pretty spooky. I'm all about it. I, yeah. Um. Yeah, so that what what year was that? Uh, 2016 with all the clowns. That was a very terrifying year for me. I was very afraid I was going to run into a random clown. I keep forgetting that happened. Yeah, it actually happened, which is total. Like honestly, now it's just like okay, of yeah. course that happened. That's real life. Everything else is real life. But like then it was like there are crazy clowns running around everywhere. Why is this happening? Anyway, it I never was, saw one. It yeah, wasn't big deal, but it was foreshadowing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, and and it's not like like if I see a clown in public, I'm not gonna like totally freak out. But one time I was totally. walking and not paying attention. We were at a car show with my dad, Aww. full circle. Um, but they had clowns there for like the kids and stuff. And so I'm like just walking, and I turn around and there is a clown like five feet in front of me, and like n- not even like he was closer to me than that. I almost walked into him, and I did a little shriek. And I turned real fast and I ran. Oh my and my god. dad could not stop laughing for like 10 minutes. Oh my god. Storms. I he literally had so funny. no idea you were afraid of clowns until I, right yeah, this moment. Yeah, and it's not like, I don't know, it's not often. Did your parents like, ever tell you like not to talk to strangers? Okay, so the fear of clowns comes from that. It's from your parents or whoever telling you not to talk to strangers. And then you're like required to like be entertained by the most strangest of strangers at like your most personal of days which is like your birthday party for example well and also like I think it's part part of it is like you're not actually this this is not who you yeah, are this is not you you're lying yeah. to me and I don't like All right. that you John really Wayne it's probably like... it's probably a lot of different things that, yeah but it's it's deep inside me and I know that most clowns are not going to hurt me but it's still I can't handle it you don't like them no I know that I'm not gonna jump off of a fucking staircase but like when I'm on the eighth floor climbing like outdoor stairs I freak out because people who are afraid of heights like the reason why they're afraid of heights is because they're always wondering what would happen if <gasps> that I makes so much jumped out here I know right but like if you go to like a water park and you're on those like big stairs yeah that there's so many people on it, that that I get nervous at the top, but I think that's just my anxiety because I'm really not afraid of height. I hate heights. I know, I know, it's like the most like stereotypical thing to be afraid of, but like that's my thing. Is yeah. like I can't like I parked one time on the on the eighth floor, which is why I even use that fucking number because it's such a real memory for me. 
on at school once and usually I would try to park low because the stairs were like outdoor stairs and I would climb holding the like railing like this because like I didn't even want to stand up straight I was like but what if like what if someone pushes me or like what if I just go over this railing right now it was crazy I think about that all the time I um we were just in the Shenandoah Valley yesterday hiking and I took my friends to this trail where you literally have to boulder to get off like up to the top of the cliff and I had to pretend that I wasn't fucking terrified the whole way up because I wanted them to make it up and like get the view but I was like it's fine guys this is the best (laughs) you'll be fine there's a there's a spot and it's not necessarily that bad but there's a spot that we go to the garden of the gods in um Illinois and it's like that like if you want to get some of the views you have to like boulder to the top of some of the rocks and like they're not like that tall but I mean you'll hurt yourself if you fall so And also, like, I'm not that experienced climbing. Like, I can I can get up those because I've done it a lot. But, like, yeah. so that gets me sometimes, too. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to be able to pretend if somebody else is a lot more scared than I am. But, mm-hmm. no, heights have always been the thing. I actually threw up. We went to visit Paris when I was, like, 12. My dad and my brother wanted to go up the Arc de Triomphe. And they forced me all the way up with them. I could not get near the side. Like, I literally threw up in the stairwell and was like, this is it. We're done. I relate to that. So you wouldn't be able to do that Sears Tower thing where you, like, lean over and touch the face to the glass? Oh, I went to the – there's, like, a restaurant on the top of it. And I Mm -hmm. went there with my boyfriend when I was – I don't know how old. And he, like – I was just, like, the whole time. And he, like, pretended to push me even though there's, like, glass wall there. So, like, I can't go anywhere, you know, obviously. Like, it's not even a real – threat and I still screamed like in the middle of the restaurant at full volume because I was it's just like <laughs> yeah, it got reaction you can't help it. yeah like I don't trust that glass I know no. right I, I don't, I don't trust that, that glass. because I did that to the clown and then it <laughs> ran away and yeah. I didn't need to do that in the middle of a car show God, yeah I mean, what if he was already having a bad day oh, and I'm sorry but he shouldn't be a clown because he now should he's know he's afraid of clown. Okay, next question. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Would you all rather befriend Haley Williams as a witch or Dave Grohl as a werewolf? Dave Grohl as a werewolf. I'm leaning toward that one too. I think Dave Grohl would be the better friend. I just In imagine all honesty, whether he's a werewolf puppy. or not. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think he's scary. Even as a werewolf, why is he well, not scary? Yeah, he's not. He's so he's, nice. He seems really cuddly and nice, right? He's so nice. Oh, you've met him? No. Oh. <laughs> But it's just, like, everything about him. Like, who were you telling that story about? Yeah, my grandfather's friend. I can't remember if he lived next door to Dave or if he lived next door to his mom. But Mm. for years, he would take walks with Dave Grohl down the neighborhood. He had no idea that he was famous or anything. He was just, like, the guy Dave from next door. (laughs) That's probably, like, why he enjoyed hanging out, too. Probably. That's what I said. I was like, he ra- he so rarely gets the opportunity to just beat Dave. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, that's got to be so cool for him. Yeah, I always thought that was sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, would you yeah. rather watch a scary movie with Brendan Urie or read scary stories with Gerard Way? Gerard Way. Definitely, yes. Thought that Gerard Way, 100%. Mm-hmm. Easy one. Stormy, this one's more geared toward you, but okay. Sarah, I'm, I'm intrigued by what you might answer as well. Okay. Would you rather join a cult under all-time low or under AJR? Oh, AJR. I feel like the cult under All Time Low would get real weird because of the people that are also in the cult. That's, yeah. Not necessarily because of All Time Low. 
Interesting. Be a bunch of like actual, actual fangirls. Yeah, I... and I don't know if I want to deal with that. So I'm going to say AJR. Okay, 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 okay. Also because I think that it will be some sort of actual music inclined cult where they're like doing weird stuff with music and I'm about that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think Jack would be. Because they have like a weird production. They have like a super cool production. Oh, you're right. It would be a whole thing. experience. Yeah, I think that would be a better cult for Good sure. Call. I thought you were going to go with All Time Low. I'm pleasantly no, surprised. See, as much as I would love to uh, worship Alex Gaskarth um, in that setting. <laughs> wow, um, you guys know so much about people's names and shit. I, uh... It's our, well, our job. It's our job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I think I think the AJR cult would be more fun. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I I almost made this question: Would you rather join a cult under Alex Gasgarth or Jared Leto? Jared Leto. And then I realized he but already see, that's has the cult. Probably. Yeah. Exactly. Cult. Way too yeah. real. Way yeah. too real. Way too real. Can't go there. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna. Yeah. No. All right. Would you rather spend a month in Halloween Town or Hogwarts? Hogwarts, where you can actually learn something. Or what's Halloween Town? I was thinking of The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I guess it could also be The Hocus. No, not Hocus. Oh, Christmas. I was thinking of um, actual Halloween. Halloween Town, yeah. But it's like it's Halloween not Town. a um it's not a boarding school, is it? Okay, it's then a I'll town go the where the school. where the witches and ghouls live. Yeah, no, I'll go to the boarding school. Yeah, I, didn't I think, think Hogwarts. Wait, how long? A uh, month. Only a month. <sighs> See, I want to hang really out with Jack Skellington, like, but like. I really, really, really do want to go to Hogwarts, but I don't want to stay there for a month and then have to go home. So I think I'm going to have to go with Halloween Town. Yeah. Because, well, I'm going with the movie Halloween Town because Grandma Aggie. Now that I'm thinking about it so hard, I think I'd be too scared by Halloween Town in reality. Like, everybody there is fucking zany. That's fair. Yeah, I think I'd do Hogwarts. All right. All right, would you rather be haunted by the ghost of Jim Morrison or Ian Curtis? Morrison. Yeah, the Lizard King for sure. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards Ian Curtis, but I don't know if that's, that's because I want to be different or like... No, it's oh, whatever. Right. Would you rather go trick-or-treating with Billie Eilish or host a haunted house with Lady Gaga? Eilish. Yeah, trick-or-treating. Oh, you guys, I don't know. It's okay. Oh, we no. don't have to agree on everything. No, we have to. We have to. We have <laughs> We to. just must. No, I think I'm there with you. I'm all about trick-or-treating. Yeah. yeah I'd just rather go trick-or-treating than host the haunted house. Like, I, I want to yeah. go through the haunted house, but I don't want to already have anxiety, even in a, like, <laughs> hypothetical sense. I just mean, like, Lady Gaga formulating all of that. Okay. Okay. Would you rather star in the Rocky Horror Picture Show or Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd. Yeah. All right. You guys know my answer, so. Yeah. I can so, guess. It's so different. <laughs> All right, last one. Would you rather perform Thriller alongside a zombie Michael Jackson or This is Halloween with a totally alive but equally unsettling Marilyn Manson? Is this before <laughs> or after we discovered that Michael Jackson was for sure a child molester? Or is that not fact? It's, are we not defining the question in that way? Let's define it. Let's define no, it. I mean, you I'll can't just ignore Manson. that. I'll go Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, yeah. <laughs> it's Marilyn Manson either way, I think. Okay. I, think I that would yeah. Be a cool show. I think if it was like a musical, more of a musical thing, and nobody had molested anyone, I might have gone with Michael Jackson. Yeah. But you know, it, that one was a tough one. Michael Jackson yeah. was a fucking creep. He was also very broken, which is not an excuse, but like, yeah. no, I mean, I mean, I think it's fair to like understand where like the bully or the criminal or whoever is coming from. Like, have you guys 
watched Mindhunter on Netflix. Yes. I watched the first season. I haven't seen past that. Oh, the second season gets so much better. But like, so when they're trying to like research and learn about like uh, serial killers, just the fact that he had curiosity and wanted to like gather information on this made them think like, made everybody else think that he was in some way like empathizing with them. And like he wasn't, he wanted to understand them so that he could like trap them and, you know, yeah yeah well and like that's one of my favorite shows is uh criminal minds which is like about the bau so that's what they do their behavioral analysis unit so they all they do is catch serial killers so like that psychology stuff of why they turn out that way is so interesting to me that i'm like i'm like obviously he is full full blame on everything that he did i am not saying that he's not but also like like something made him that way because Mm. he was also fucked up as a kid Mm -hmm. so like it sucks all the way through, but yeah, you have to understand the root of the problem. Yeah, is what it is. I mean, you can't yeah. just ignore that. That doesn't mean you're making an excuse for their behavior or whatever. Anyway, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like he was a good de- guy. He just did this because. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, we're so smart. We are totally. We can pretty much like collectively be therapists. I know. <laughs> but it, we'd all three have to be in the same room at the right. same time. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Oh my god, our lucky ass clients. Yeah. Can you imagine just to making get to a it. therapy appointment and then walking in? There's three different people. There's three scary <laughs> witches ready to analyze. And then they start discussing back and forth what might be wrong with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all well, that's all I had. Okay. I know I've kept you both for a while. I know this is so fun. It feels like a freaking weekend night. I had so much fun. You know, I'm so glad. I love having you on. Like I said, it's very easy for us. Well, anytime. I love to talk. Good, good. We'll definitely have you on again. Okay. Hey, you've been saying bye. I know. <laughs> I get I you on here enough. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. All right, guys, that was a painful goodbye. And we're actually going to sign off on this whole episode in a minute here. But before we do, I have one final new release to cover for this week and that is Bella View's City of Lights which they released on October 23rd we'll play a little sample here and if you want to follow them you can check them out on Instagram at Bella View Official or on Twitter at Bella View Music Bella View is spelled B-E-L-L-E-V-U-E By 25 I hope I have so much more than just these nights Thank you for uh, hearing us out on this one. I know this has been a lengthy, lengthy episode, but we had a lot of fun filming it. It's a long one, but it was so fun. And now we're hopefully going to be able to have actual hang sessions with Sarah, like (laughs) via via chat, which would be dope. I'm pretty sure I told her while we were leaving, like, I don't want to go. I just like talking to you. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) I don't want to hang up. You hang up. Okay, so if you want to find us, we are at I'm Not Okay Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We are I'm Not Okay I Podcast on Facebook. We uh, also have our website, which is I'm Not Okay I Podcast.simplecast.com. And you can also 
uh, email us at imnotokpod at gmail.com. And you can follow Sarah at Silent Rival on both Instagram and Twitter. They've got a Facebook page as well. As always, if you enjoyed our episode today, please consider subscribing to the show, leaving us a rating and review. It really helps our standings and um, gets us some visibility for the, the artists that we have on every week. So since we don't do paid advertisements, those clicks really, really matter. Yeah, and uh, tell your friends because word of mouth is really the best way for us to get visibility. Maybe don't start them on this episode. Yeah, this is a weird right. one. Um, tell them not to listen to this one after they listen to an actual interview, probably. Um, but <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Why? Why am I listening to <laughs> this? Isn't music related? Why am I listening to a spooky podcast instead of a music podcast? These girls are some basic bitches." <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm at Slummy Thomas on Instagram and TikTok. And I am, oh, I'm not Brash Bat anymore. No, you're not. I almost said it. I am Elena X Wills on Instagram. I figured it's a little easier to find me. Yeah, I'm not changing mine. It's still Slummy Thomas. It's always going to be Slummy <laughs> Thomas. That's my name. That's fair. I change mine every few, eh, six months maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I Bad just, uh, my arch nemesis gave me that name and I wear it with pride. <laughs>